Hello, my name is Mark Solomon, senior writer at Freight Waves. Uh, we are joined in this fireside chat today by Naeem Zafar. Naeem is uh, co-founder and CEO of Telesense, uh, based in Sunnyvale, California. Uh, Telesense provides uh, Internet of Things monitoring solutions for post-harvest commodity storage and transportation. By combining purpose-built hardware products with advanced analytics software, Telesense helps manage the risks in the world's perishable commodities supply chain. Uh, Naeem has a um, very broad and accomplished career. Uh, he's an electrical engineer and a serial entrepreneur who's involved with several startups in Silicon Valley. And he founded Telesense in 2014. And we're happy to have him here. Hello, Naeem. How are you? Hey, Mark. Good to see, good to see you. Okay, well, uh, Telesense has been in the news with uh, hitting some funding milestones. Can you give us some background on these milestones and, and where you stand in your funding efforts at this point? Yeah, so I sold my last company in mobile security space to Oracle, Then I was looking for what's next, what's big. And having done six startups before this, I knew what trumps everything else is timing. So when your time has come, you know, nothing stops. All boats rise with the rising tide. So I know Internet of Things or connected devices was going to play a big role. So I started the company in 2014, raised a million dollars in 2015, and we were looking for the right use case. So we looked several places, seafood monitoring, FISMA compliance. We looked at rotating machinery and predicting when they need maintenance till we finally hit upon food sustainability and specifically on post-harvest grain in storage and in transport. So then we, when we had a story, then I was able to raise six and a half million dollars in 2018, which allowed me to build a company, build a team, build a product, get my first five customers. And once we have proven that this thing is working, then I was able to raise $10.2 million last year, 2020. And now we are scaling the sales, scaling the business. So it's looking uh, like, you know, promising. I probably will do another fundraising later this year or early next year to scale the company. So we're just getting started. My first question surrounds the, the COVID-19 pandemic, which turned U.S. food supply chains upside down. Um, what, if anything, can be learned from the crisis and the food ecosystem's response that could help the supply chain do a better job in the event something like this happens again? So new thing is that pandemics will happen again. It's kind of even surprising it took this long because the way we move around the world, the may different pathogens and food safety and how food is stored, this will happen again. So what it taught us that you cannot just assume the supply chain will be unaffected, always available, there'll be food on the table. You really had to take a serious look. Where is the food coming from? How much food is being wasted? And Americans are, we are famous for wasting a lot of food. So this, kind of shook us, all of us in the supply chain, that we really have to worry about preserving the supply chain, preserving which we already harvested and made, 
40% of the food just goes to waste in one place or another throughout the supply chain. So that's a serious issue. And we are fortunately at the right place with the right time, bit COVID proof from that respect and helping solve the right problem, which is going to be relevant for all of us. Uh, you talked about food waste and the numbers are staggering. Mm -hmm. uh, 80 billion pounds of food in the U.S. value more than $161 billion goes to waste every year. Where does most of that spoilage occur? Uh, what types of products uh, are most vulnerable? I mean, produce seems to be a, a logical uh, suspect. And what role will Telesense play in preempting a lot of that waste? Right. So uh, let me separate the two questions and answer the one by one. So where is food wasted is very dependent on the region. In U.S., most of the food is wasted after it has been delivered to the grocery store or restaurant. It it's really happens at the very last end of the thing. In other countries, that is a small number. Most of the wastage happened by the time it's harvested or even while it's implanted. So India, Africa, some of the regions, the food wasted them in a different location. America, the, if you look at grain, which I'm most familiar with because we focus on grain, in US, the wastage spoilage is half a percent to 2%. But that number is 14% in Brazil, 22% in Africa, 6% worldwide. So there are different regions. It's very regional what you have to do. Your second question is, what can we do? So what we are doing is we are providing information so growers and people in the food supply chain can take smart decision about optimizing the value of the food. By optimizing, I mean three things, three things. Number one, tell me how good is my condition of my grain so I can choose when to sell it. Should I need, if stuff is going bad, I don't wanna sell it right now, but you tell me it's good for two months, I can pick my timing. That's a difference of 10 cent, 20 cent, 30 cents a bushel. That's a big deal. Number two, tell me if something is happening, biological activity, pest, mold, which I have to then deal with. If you tell me ahead of time, I can take some preventive action. I can empty, I can break the hot spot, reduce my spoilage. So you need sensors to detect those conditions. You need software to predict those conditions. That's what we do. The third thing is energy saving. See, there's always a difficult game for a, for a grower. If you over dry, you can save it for a long time because if you dry your corn to 12%, you can save it for two years. But then you just lost a whole bunch of weight and you sell it by weight. So you wanna dry it to maybe 15%, so you're not losing the money and still be able to preserve it. So what you need is intelligent sensing so that you can make those decisions intelligently. So our job is we are a data company to collect the data easily and give you insights so you can make smart decisions. That's our business. Is the data best used at the grower level? Is that where the data provides the most bang for the buck? In fact, this is throughout the supply chain. So let's take an example. A grower, if he's storing on farm, and many growers do, then they wanna know right there, 
What's the condition? When do I turn on the fans? When I turn off the fans? See, if a growers doesn't want to get a whole bunch of uh, numbers. What growers wants to get is turn on the fans on bin number three at midnight for eight hours. He can deal with that. Why? Because we, with our data, have analyzed the moisture of the grain, the target moisture he would like to see, weather forecast, is it going to rain tomorrow? We can figure all that out. We have the data. It's getting the data, integrating, and telling what to do. That's useful. Then if you're using a co-op, then you're storing the data off farm. You're combining multiple data. You have much more professional people dealing with storage. They need to know what is the condition? What's the level in bin level? Is, is there a pest? Is there a CO2 sensor? Carbon dioxide is going up. So you need different data. So we impact that. Third thing, transport. So a lot of the grain is transported down the Mississippian barge. You know a barge has no electronics, no place to plug in a, a socket. There's nothing there. There's no cables hanging there for temperature moisture. That's where we come in. Because what we have done made it almost so simple. It's idiot proof to collect the data. Imagine this spear, multiple sensors inside, all the electronics here, wireless communication. You stick it into the barge grain, you're getting data. You know the location and the condition. And if it heats up, we can alert you. You can divert the barge, unload it. Don't leave it stranded. A lot of barges go up in smoke every year. Same thing with rail cars. So idea is to make it so simple to collect data that that's least of your problem. You want to get insights. That's what we do. Connect for me the, the value that your technology brings with the ability to reduce the frequency of spoilage. So again, we are very much focused on grain, but we also do potatoes and any other thing which stay in the ground. So value we bring is threefold. Number one, if there is a biological activity or mold, and we can detect that by rising temperature, rising CO2 levels, then we can give you specific alerts so you can move it, aerate it, cool it, or take some action to break the hotspot. Number two, is when to turn on the fans, when to turn off the fans, when to put moisture in, when to take the moisture out. So having sensor on the bottom, intake of the air at the exhaust and do some intelligent software analysis, we will know and we can give you alerts and in the future automatically turns fan and off if you'd so desire. So these, the third one is when to blend, which, let me give you a simple example. Suppose you have wheat stored in 52 bins in 11 locations. You get an order for 5,000 tons of wheat. You need to only empty four bins. Which four? That's a complicated question. You need to know what? You know the quantity in each of the 52 bins, the quality in each of the 52 bins, availability of logistics from 11 locations, availability of labor and cost of logistic locations. And if you're lucky, you want to know anticipated future quality of each bin three months out, six months out, nine months out. If you knew that, you're going to make a heck of a profitable decision. But today, it's a bunch of phone calls, bunch of Excel sheets, and a semi-optimized decision. We want to bring those solutions to the growers and people in the logistics supply chain that make a smart decision. We are all about data. Describe how 
your technology integrates with the various modes of transportation. You talked about barge. What about railroads? Um, uh, how, how do your how do your sensors incorporate with the modal assets yeah. of the of the transaction? So short answer is our goal is to collect the data either using mobile technology like a cellular phone or if it's a stationary location then using a gateway and all these sensors talk to gateway gateway sends the data to the cloud the magic happens in the cloud there are apis available which we can transfer the data to an existing system or suck the data out of another system and compute an answer so we are enterprise grade software we have all the authentication uh, encryption various levels of role for users who should get alerted if what happens and apis can get data in send it out so it's designed to be an enterprise grade solution so i understand is the value of the technology to be able to help restore potentially spoiled commodities or give the the owner of the commodity or maybe the receiver of the commodity insight on whether they're you know they're, what the chances are that the delivery will be done well and that most of the product will not be spoiled correct but i'll phrase it slightly differently our job is to give you heads up if i can just give one word is heads up you want to know something is going on before something goes wrong and if I can give you a heads up a day ahead of schedule, a day ahead, a week ahead, two weeks ahead, extremely valuable. So our goal is to preserve the value of your stored grain in storage or in transport. How you do that is by observing, predicting, notifying, and proactively taking action if necessary, such as turning on the fans or turning off the fans. And is that where your data comes in to provide that? analytical predictive support exactly so it's our data which we are collecting plus the data which you have when you stored the grain like from a waste station when you brought grain in if that data is the weather data which is being predicted weather station so there's a multiple sources of data in the future it will be data from the commodities market and pricing data so you can take a lot of data integrate it and make sense out of it no it's not complicated in the sense from a grower's front perspective we want somebody to make sense of it. Tell me what to do. You're taking that burden out of your hand. Uh, are there other challenges other than, are there other challenges besides the lack of technology to getting to where you want to go and reducing the incidence of spoilage and helping businesses make more profitable decisions? No, I think that's exactly the right question. It's not about spoilage reduction. It's about making more profitable decision and aiming to hang on to the food we already have grown so that we can feed the world. I think, as you know, the world population is going up 26% in the next 25 years. Our arable land is not going up 25%. So you think we have problem now. We're going to have a bigger problem if we don't preserve what we grow, what we make. That's what we are aiming at.
have you been able to quantify how much your technology will save um, the supply chain in terms of not only reducing the, the, the waste of food, but making sure that businesses make profitable decisions yeah. and yeah. can perhaps save money. Absolutely. So, you know, that this comes from three components, energy, using less energy, intelligently turning the fans on and off. Second is merchandising timing, when you can sell, if you can optimize, you don't have to sell your pile in March because everybody else is. If the quality is good, you can hang on till May and get extra 25 cents a bushel. But let me focus on the spoilage component because we have numbers. If you look at how much grain is spoiled worldwide, the number is $71 billion every year. Now, if you look, just look at the developed world and specifically North America, Australia, and Europe, that's 13 and a half billion. Because India, China, and Africa, they have bigger losses. So if you just focus on that, even if you make a dent of, let's say, 1% in reduction, I mean, I think 5% to 30% reduction is possible. Now you're talking about anywhere from two to $5 billion a year savings. Even if 1% is, you know, three quarters of a billion dollars. So numbers are big. The trick is to bring the product much lower in cost, much more robust, and make it available almost like the people just become part of your, you know, you almost can rent it and have it. This is all about knowledge. So numbers are big, like I said, it's in billions. All right. Well, with that, we'll bring this fireside chat to a close. Naeem Zafar, co-founder and CEO of Telesense, thank you for joining us. And my name is Mark Solomon, and we'll see you soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mark. Good to see you.